Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show, the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions. And now, the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio. Here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome. Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show. It's always so great to be with you and such an honor. And today, I'm honored to have with us the amazing Jane Seymour, who is a multiple Emmy and Golden Globe winner. She's a recipient of the Officer of the British Empire in the year 2000, which was bestowed upon her by Queen Elizabeth II at Buckingham Palace. She's proven her talents in all areas of media, the Broadway stage, motion pictures, television, and her love of art and color has led her to great success as a painter in watercolors and oils and as a designer. And she's been on so many films, and then... Uh, my favorite was Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman, which was an amazing series, and she uh, won a Golden Globe for her role, and that was in six seasons, and then she's also had so many others. Uh, Somewhere in Time, was an in- she made international movie stardom, and then Let Live and Let Die, which was a Broadway London acclaim, and we can just go on and on, but I want to have time to talk to Jane, so welcome Jane Seymour. Thank you. I just, there's so much to read here and to talk about. And I know, it's a rather eclectic career. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're the author of 10 books, and you've designed jewelry, and you're an artist. I mean, it's, it's pretty, and you won Dancing with the Stars. Oh, I didn't win, and I came the last five, but I, I did quite well, and I, I also design um, oh, uh, furniture and furnishings and uh, all kinds of different things, um, and run a foundation, the Open Hearts Foundation, lots of things. So, um, yes, and go ahead. No, no, I was just saying that, that you know, I, I, I'm involved in a lot of different things, but, um, I, you know, I love being creative. So whether it's, it's producing, acting, painting, designing, writing, um, public speaking, uh, philanthropy, it's, um, I just like to feel that I created something. <laughs> Is there a favorite film? Is there a favorite something that you've done? I'm sure you have so many. Well, I mean, in terms of enjoying, um, I would say Summer in Time is a very special time for me. It was just magic yeah, and everything about it was magic and um, and poignant, too, because um, Chris Reeve and I became very close friends, and and then ultimately what happened to him was just so tragic. Um, yeah. But... By the same token, I would say he's very much become an inspiration for me because watching how he dealt with with his injuries and with the change in his life from being such an active um, uh, man who liked to be on his own and liked to do very active, you know, sporting things to to living in a chair mm. and having, um, mm. you know, the, the the injury that he had, spinal injury, it was. It was amazing to see how he turned his life around to help other people and um, in so doing help himself to find a reason to live and, uh, and, uh, and be able to be a great husband and, and, and parent to his kids. So uh, he was a big yeah. inspiration for me. But I, um, yeah. Dr. Quinn, of course, I loved, you know, how often do you get to spend my favorite. six or seven mm. years playing the same character? Mm. That's, you know, mm. rare. And, uh, of course, Joe Lando was fantastic to work with. Yeah. Um, we had yeah. amazing um, guest stars that came. You know, if I hadn't been for that, I wouldn't have mm-hmm. known Willie Nelson and Johnny Cash and um, mm-hmm. Kenny Rogers and mm-hmm. goodness knows who else and become yeah, such a part amazing, of the country music scene. 
Yeah, it was amazing because it was the topics, although they were, what, 200 years old or 150 years old, were still very much now. They're I mean, very, very, very current. You know, we, we used to laugh because we'd, we'd be doing, for example, something about the poisoning in the water from the gold rush in the 1870s. Right. And the cover of the LA Times that day when we came to work said, there's poison in the water coming from, uh, yes, from the gold rush. And we went, oh, yeah. no, yeah. <laughs> still. Yeah, 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 amazing. Now, your new book, which I'd love to talk about, is The Road Ahead. Inspirational Stories of Open Hearts and Minds, and this is your 10th book at least. I know you've done some children's books. Um, What is one story here that you'd love to share about inspiration from your book, The Road Ahead? Well, I mean, it is so hard to pick because there are so many. Um, So, you know, I'll pick one from somebody that I actually know and see. So, you know, I clearly know their story. And uh, that's a young young man called Jesse Billauer. He was a great athlete, you know, about a world-class surfer. He was surfing here in Malibu and um, at the highest level with his friends one day when he uh, accidentally hit a sandbar and everyone thought he was goofing around, but he was floating in the water and not moving. And mercifully, somebody realized he was in trouble, grabbed him and, um, and got him help, but he became a quadriplegic. Um, mm. at a very, very young age. Mm. I mean, he, he really didn't feel that life was worth living. He didn't know what he was going to do. Um, you know, he just lost the plot. And, uh, and uh, some other surfers, after he'd done some, a little bit of rehab, they managed to fashion a surfboard and tie him to it and get him back out on the, on the waves that he loved so much. And he was so empowered by that. And so um, that was the happiest thing that had happened to him since the accident that he just thought, wow, if I could figure out a way to let other people like me who are, who've just had an accident who are now you know un- unable to do the sports they love and and get them to appreciate being able to surf or being able to do a sport again um, and he he organized um a foundation called Life Rolls On hmm. and uh, that's what he does he's now married and he has a child and he and he he sails a boat if you can believe it you have to carry him on and off hmm. the boat and um, mm. but he somehow manages to to find a way to have a life, and yeah. uh, very yeah. inspiring. Well, you've had role models, including your mother, who, as you said, was in a camp in Japan. So you've had role models who've been through very almost near death experiences on their own. Right. And so that's, I, 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 think that's I have, and you know, I meet people all the time that amaze me. I mean, a mutual friend of ours, uh, Marianne Marino, who who was born with spina bifida, who then eventually lost a limb. I mean, she's one of the most uh, wonderful writers Mm. I know, you know. It didn't pull her back. In my mother's case, she managed to live to 92, full of joy, very invested in life. I mean, never complained about a thing. I remember one time we took her to a doctor in America, and he ran a whole bunch of tests, as they do in America, and the doctor brought her in and said, her name was Meek, said, Meek, you have this and this and this and this and this and this. And the list was endless. And my mother listened politely, nodded and said, thank you so much. But I'm absolutely magnificent. And he said, but you have wow. things wrong with you. She said, thank you very much, but I'm absolutely magnificent. And he paused, she looked at her and he said, you are. Yes, you're right. You're right wow. about that. And so she went on to live quite you know, happily with whatever pain mm. she had, um, mm. realizing that life was very short and she'd almost lost her life in World War Two in, in an internment mm. camp and that she had managed to process that and move forward and managed to have a family and managed to deal with, 
you know, losing my father and uh, lots of really tough things in her life. And um, she just spent her every waking minute she had helping her friends that were suffering from depression. Um, in fact, it's interesting because Chris yeah. Reeve told me that and other friends of mine who've had um, surgeries and the times where they had to have treatments that or medication that put them into a what they call a clinical depression, they've said mm. to me that, that dealing with all kinds of other things is nothing it, compared to having to deal with depression. Depression, they said, is, is the yeah. hardest. And these are people who've lost limbs, who've, who've, who've lost mobility, mm-hmm. who've lost eyesight, who've lost mm-hmm. all kinds of health things. And they, so I think what my mother realized was that she could still somehow um, be of service and help people by listening, by being there, by mm-hmm. just saying, yes, I hear yeah. you, you you know, uh, that must be hard. But guess what, what happened? Something good happened today. Listen to this yeah. and put a smile on their Jane, face. What do you think gets all of these people through? Is it their own grit? Is it their will? Is it their personality and their genes? What gets them? Because not everybody would get through what these people have been through. A lot of them would just curl up. What do you think it is? Well, I think humor always goes a long way and self-depreciating humor. Um, I think just deciding to connect with someone. So many people are just lonely. Um, yes. Um, yes. I found that if I go and I talk to complete strangers and I happen to have um, a, a paintbrush and some paints and a little bit of paper with me and uh, we just start painting together, mm. I can open up a conversation. Um, I think the same with music and with dance. Um, you can do that uh, with sports mm-hmm. or with, you know, the, you, you take, you, you, you find something that somebody can actually do with you and then you can start listening and talking and laughing and, and, and finding um, a reason to enjoy that moment. Um, mm-hmm. And I think, you know, there's just a lot of people who feel they've never been heard. And once they've mm-hmm. been heard, I think that, you know, it, it gives them a chance to realize, like my mom said, there is, there's always someone worse off. So if you are in an old people's yeah. home and you feel like your life is so, so hard and terrible and difficult... Uh, there's always, you can look across the way and find someone else who's having it tougher. Um, Absolutely. I I also just feel never give up, you know, find something new to learn. It's never too late to try something. And your your book is The Road Ahead, and so you have many inspirational stories like Jesse's in this book. Oh, so many. People who sent you stories from all over. Yes, um, just so many different stories, and, and in different categories. You know, we've got stories about surviving illnesses and other challenges, mm-hmm. about um, creating a family in different shapes and sizes, you know, whether it's yeah. adoption or whatever, moving past family crisis. So many people have a family crisis they just can't get past. And, um, Amazing. And faith, yeah. you know, I, I, people have, have, have faith and God can really help people. And then um, the extraordinary people who take a suffering that they've gone through and, and then realize yeah. that there is an enormous need that maybe they can fill because they've been through it, right. they know what's needed, and they make it happen. And then they so, do it. All right, and we're, go ahead, and we're going to take a break on that note. It's okay. amazing because so many of the people I've interviewed have been through something and then they turn around and make it happen for other people. I agree. Jane, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk more about the book, The Road Ahead, and about the projects that you're doing now. The films, the wonderful foundations that you're part of, the open hearts, your jewelry, your paintings. There's a lot to talk about with the amazing, iconic, multiple Emmy and Golden Globe winner, Jane Seymour. 
And we'll be right back right here on the Patricia Raskin Show on VoiceAmerica.com, America's Voice. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips is an insider's glimpse at a life from a psychological perspective. It's a look at what matters to us. Why do we laugh? How do we cope with stress? Are men and women really that different? What is it about our relationships? How are they formed? How they work out? And why they sometimes don't? Every week is something new to engage you. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll turn up your perspective on life. Have you found the beauty inside of you? Join Bonnie Bonadeo each week for Beauty Inside and Out. We'll explain how beauty plays a part in everybody's lives. Our guests are makeup artists, hairdressers, and doctors. But we'll also feature holistic and wellness specialists and spiritual advisors. You can find that beauty inside and express it to its fullest on the outside. Tune in to Beauty Inside and Out every Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. What's your coffee story? The one that defines who you truly are in a relaxing setting. It's where you share your memories, plan for the future, and talk about the now. My Favorite Coffee Story is here with host Aniko Samoji. We invite you to listen in and share your coffee stories too. Bring your friends or just stop by as we talk about coffee and the inspiring stories that touch our lives every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. are listening to the patricia raskin show if you wish to call into our program today please call 1-866-472-5788 that number again is 1-866-472-5788 you may also send an email to patricia at patriciaraskin.com now back to the patricia raskin show Hi, everyone, and we are back, and I'm talking to the amazing Jane Seymour, who's a multiple Emmy and Golden Globe winner. She's a recipient of the Officer of the British Empire in the year 2000, which was bestowed upon her by Queen Elizabeth II at Buckingham Palace. She's proven her talents in virtually all media, the Broadway stage, motion pictures, television. Uh, She is her love of art and color has led her to be a great success as a painter in watercolors and oils and as a designer and a jewelry designer. Um, a true Renaissance woman, Jane Seymour. Welcome back, Jane. Thank you. So, so Jane, um, Valentine's Day is coming up, and I know you have the Open Hearts Jewelry, and I want you to know, Jane, that I met you about seven or eight years ago and at, a, at a, a show in New York. You were looking at, we were looking at one of your books. It was a book show, and I bought the Open Hearts ring that I'm wearing now that I oh. love and get compliments on. Why could you do oh, that? Thank you. Well, well, <laughs> I've got two new collections that are out right now, and you can see them online as well. Um, one is called The Road Ahead, which is a wonderful, um, very simple image of like a path going forward, um, obviously also inspired by the book, but really the whole philosophy of moving forward in life. 
Um, I'm very proud of that. It's a lovely new collection. And then the other one is called the ripple effect, and that's the difference that you make and the ripple, the ripples that, that go out after you make a difference for someone in their life. And um, mm, so those are kind of fun for people that uh, haven't seen the new collections. That's what's brand new at the moment and very exciting. Plus new open heart designs Jewelry? too. Is that at K Jewelers or K Jarrods Zales um, online Wonderful. as well? Wonderful. All right. Now, there's so much. Let's talk about your art, your beautiful paintings. They remind me of Monet, by the way, who was my oh, favorite artist. <laughs> well, I do so many different styles, too. As you said, I, I do watercolor, oils, uh, pastels, pen and ink. I do sculptures. Um, I've got, a, I think, a third or fourth uh, eight-foot sculpture that's about to um, you know, be put up in another public place. There's one in mm-hmm. Calgary, Wonderful. one in Akron. Um, and this one I think is going to be in Virginia. So um, I do, uh, I love to paint. It's what I love to do. But I also um, have uh, art shows. I've got a bunch of them coming up in Sarasota and Naples, Florida. So if you go on my, on my website, you can see the art and you can see when the next shows are and if you're anywhere near there. Um, I also okay. have been selling art and, and raising money for my foundation, the Open Hearts Foundation, um, which is a foundation that accelerates smaller, lesser-known charities. So we find a charity that we feel very strongly about, that people may not know about. We tell the story. We um, put on events, raise money for it, and then help Wonderful. them become a bigger charity. Wonderful. Now, you have a new television series, which I didn't know about. I do. Tell it's called Let's that. Get Physical. It's a comedy, so if you're ready for a laugh, this is the one. Everyone seems to be loving it. Um, it all ages seem to be enjoying it, which is mm-hmm. cool. It's on a, a channel called Pop TV, P-O-P. Um, you can find out if you go online or you, know, you can see where Pop TV is on your specific um, television uh, channel, but it's regular TV, direct TV. And, um, and it's with uh, Matt Jones, who was in Breaking Bad. He played Badger in Breaking Bad. He plays my son. And it's all about the aerobics business. Um, we we oh. have a sort of old mom and pop aerobics like they were in, back in the 80s. And uh, we now, for various reasons, have to compete with the high-tech, um, you know, completely self-obsessed um, Jim mm-hmm. that are his his nemesis, um, played by Chris Dematopoulos and Annalyn McCord. Wow. Um, so it, it's kind of a, a then and now thing, but all set in now, and it's a very comedic, and I play the very manipulative mother of um, a, a somewhat overweight and definitely not fit um, son who is supposed to be um, uh, winning his inheritance. Um, by winning the national championships in aerobics, which looks pretty unlikely. Wow. And so this is on Wednesday night? Wednesday night, 8.30, POP TV, P-O-P. All right. See, that's terrific. Well, I want you to know, I saw you recently in the Fifty Shades of Black Oh, my God. And that the was only so person. interesting to see you in a black wig. I, I'm looking and I'm saying, you know, I think that's Jane Seymour. <laughs> yes, I was playing the nasty, the nasty, inappropriate white woman. <laughs> I, am, I also did an Adam Sandler movie that was funny called Sa- Sandy Wexler. That's on Netflix, um, playing um, a rather highly sexed and desperate woman who's, whose husband's dying rather too slowly for her liking and um, hits on uh, Adam Sandler. It's very good. Some very funny scenes in that. And um, is that is that coming up? 
Is no, that it's actually on Netflix now? now. Yeah. All right. What's the and name of it? I think Can it's we... called Sandy Wexler. Okay. And then I, uh, I've got some other films in the can, one with Robert De Niro, um, which is oh, how called um, War with Grandpa. That's supposed to be coming out soon. Another one with Hayden Christensen and um, Emma, Emma Roberts uh, called uh, Little Italy. Um, mm-hmm. And then uh, two others that uh, Bereave and Mistrust, both of which I star in. They're uh, smaller uh, independent movies that... Um, I'm sure are going to be released soon on online somewhere, um, right. or video, or whatever, and uh, and then of course the series. Yeah, really. So you just so what's I mean, what do you see in the future? Just more more of all of this, Jane? I never know from one day to the next. I have no idea, but I do. I am actively uh, developing material to do as series, um, pitching them at the moment. Um, a lot of different things, really. Um, every day I'm involved with, with writers and producers trying to figure out what the next cool thing would be to do. And I've also been traveling a great deal. I was just in the Middle East recently and uh, met with um, Princess Haya of, uh, from Dubai. And um, various people in the Emirates want me to come back out there and, and maybe do something with open hearts to, to do something charitable over there. Um, I'm going to Mardi Gras. This week, I'm uh, just to, to see that in New Orleans. And before that, I'm uh, recording The Road Ahead, my book, as an audio book mm. with uh, oh, Katie Flynn, my daughter, and Joe Lando and Kim Campbell. They're all going to read parts of it. Oh, isn't that great? A family, kind of a family affair. Yeah. Yeah, that's wonderful. Wonderful. So, and, and your next art exhibit, I think you said, was in, in Naples. Naples and Sarasota. Florida. All right. Um, anything else you want us to know about, you know, turning life's obstacles? You've written so much on this in, in your book, Remarkable Changes, in this book, how we turn life's obstacles into lemons into lemonade. You know what? Um, every time there is a challenge in your life, you don't realize it, but there is an opportunity to, um, to grow. And um, I think... You know, a lot of people think that uh, life is supposed to stop still. You're supposed to achieve something, you get married, or you have children, and then now you've done it. <laughs> but we all know if you've done any of these things, or you have a career, you've, you have one career, and then you find you have, you know, you have to change careers, or the career changes on you. Um, I mean, it's, life is a constant flow, and I always think of the analogy of the wave, of, of water going in a, in a direction. You're, you're like part of a body of water going in a direction. And then there's this woohoo moment when you, the wave rises and crests and you go, wow. And then as it crashes, you go, why me? Oh, no, no I'm, you know, I won't survive this. But you do. You, know, you skim the bottom, and if you can get over the pain, the hurt, the betrayal, the disappointment, the fear, the... Um, resentment were all, all the other things and be open-hearted and open-minded and communicate mm. and share with other people, it's surprising what gift will come to you. Yes, and I, I just want to talk about your books before we close. Again, the book is The Road Ahead, 
Inspirational Stories of Open Hearts and Minds by Jane Seymour, and she uses her three-step process of acceptance, unconditional forgiveness, and selfless acts of kindness. And Jane, can people find out all about all of this? On your website, janeseymour.com. Yes, janeseymour.com. And follow me on Instagram if you want to see me and the grandchildren and all my travels. And, um, and of course, Facebook, where I do a lot of um, talking and uh, sharing stories. You know, obviously, I, I, there's more, more space and time there on Facebook. So come and be a part of my community if you're interested. Oh, that's really wonderful. And again, janeseymour.com. Jane, stay on the line for a minute. That wraps up this edition or this half hour of the Patricia Raskin Show. Jane, thanks so much for being on. You were, it was really enlightening. Thank you. Thank and, you. Um, and what a wonderful role model. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of the Patricia Raskin Show. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week.